0: This is Monica and
1: this is Shauna and we're your high priestess for this evening. You had to pick up my slack there. I was a little (laughs) I was on it. Yeah, the same
2: through Zoom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? So, what you drinking?
0: I am drinking more of mead.
1: You know, I just got to say, it was Monica's idea to name this show Wine. And I know I've said this on the show before, but I'm just going to give you some more shit. Monica's like, let's start a podcast where we drink alcohol and we'll, like, talk about the wine and the alcohol. This bitch doesn't drink alcohol. (laughs) She doesn't drink alcohol. She's like, I don't drink wine. Shauna, you're going to drink the alcohol. And we're going to talk about it. And I am going to, like... Have this shot glass full of coors light to pretend that i'm drinking uh-huh you gotta up your game here woman hey
0: i up my game today let's face it
1: drink it let me see it let me see I'm it. Drink it here you go cheers i'm gonna
2: have a lemmy that's
1: <laughs> good what's a lemmy it's a whiskey and coke right it's a
2: classic jack and coke yeah that's it mm-hmm. so. anyway yeah. but it was his like it was his drink and then when he died, you know, they were um, they named it. The they were lemmy. petitioning to, na- to like officially make it uh, Lemmy.
1: They should. They should.
2: They really should. But normies wouldn't get it.
1: Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them <And> <laughs> they don't
0: can't take a joke, So
1: right? after all of that shit that I just gave you about huge guys, by the way, I said drink to like a sip. Like this woman That's how is I way drink. too dainty with her booze. She's like, let's have a boozy podcast. You know, yeah. I just, I feel like there was a lot of logic that did not get put into play there.
0: Well, you know what? You have a lot of catching up to do because I did drink back in the day. And I drank a lot back in the day. <laughs> I drank myself straight back in the day. There so go. I kind of like grew out of that. So, and I told you that episode when I first moved to California. I was challenged to drink t- like at a Christmas party tequila by this dude. And I drank, and I had fucking alcoholic poisoning for three days. I don't know who took care of my kids. I was just in bed. I thought I was going to die. And I made a promise on that bed that I would never get that fucked up again, and I have not.
1: You know, you must have had, like, some guardian spirit really watching your ass for that because I've, I've drank a lot back in my day, and I've never had a— not even hangover like a three-day oh like alcohol poisoning like nope never yeah, got it it was
0: horrible it was horrific to be honest yeah, with you. you
1: had someone watching out for you oh yeah
0: because it, it, that's why i don't go to i don't get that fucked up anymore
1: i didn't say that you should get that fucked up but i mean this but i get buzzed
0: really easy now because it only takes a few sips and then i start to feel it so <laughs> it works you know
1: this is true this is true but you know what after all that shit i just gave you i'm not even drinking alcohol
0: hell with you man <laughs> hell with you
1: I'm not. I am drinking tomato juice.
0: Tomato juice. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Sometimes, it just hits the spot. Yeah,
0: I like a Bloody Mary sometimes.
2: You want some
1: vodka in yeah, no, that's what I'm I was okay. thinking. I just leave my tomato juice alone. No, I'm he just. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not pregnant, for those of you wondering, I remember, like, in, like, early 2020, I, like, had this really weird craving for tomato juice all of a sudden for, like, oh, wow. a couple months, I think, it lasted. And when it was first starting, I was yeah. worried that I might be pregnant, because I was like, this is a very strange craving. Um, but I wasn't, and, I mean, just sometimes it just hits the spot, so.
0: Well, you can have different cravings with different pregnancies. They're not all the same, so. There you go. That would that could be. This yours. is
1: true. I'm totally not pregnant. Right. What there was your you weirdest craving that you had while pregnant?
0: I was eating uh, pepperoni and Ande's creamed mint candy at the same time. One bite of that, and one bite of that. One bite of that. One bite of
1: that. Uh, what does that remind me of? That is that gross. It was gross. That's kind of like Ricky when he dunks the chicken sandwiches and milkshakes. Oh
0: hell, man.
2: It's you know what I don't. <clears throat> Understand why that combo works so well, and and it's uh, Jack in the Box to be specific. So, I'll get the what what used to be ninety nine cent chicken sandwiches, you know, adjust for inflation. <laughs> but I would get that, and I'd get a Oreo cookie shake with no whip, and I'd take a bite out of the out of the sandwich, and then just start scooping the shake with oh it. Oh my god, oh, that's
1: so weird. It's
2: so bizarre, and it sounds disgusting. I know, but um. For anybody that follows me on my Instagram, I think I have a picture of it.
0: Uh, who's I pre- mean, who's pregnant now? <laughs> Ricky's. Oh,
2: like, I've been. Yeah, really yeah. You'd, think, you'd think with me eating something like that and being so, like, nonchalant about it, you think I'd be a stoner. But, but not. you're not. But this I'm is not. just who you are. <laughs> Damn. Naturally.
1: <laughs> well, none of my shit was that interesting. I craved lettuce. Yeah, that's Broccoli. fucked up. Broccoli, lettuce. Those were, like, my really big jams. I did have one weird moment. Where I made, I took like a, a tostada, and I put pesto and bean dip on it. Ah, oh, yeah, I remember Yeah, that, that was really good. That was uh,
2: fucking weird. It was
1: fucking good as fuck. I wonder if it would be as good now that I'm not pregnant.
2: I think you could got to go into it with no expectation.
1: Yeah, well, I mean. you
2: can't go into thinking like, oh, my God, it was so good then. I, I just have to have it now and watch it be a huge disappointment
1: i mean it was weird like and i just had a moment with that. that was good um yeah. now courtney and i call felix the pesto tostada ah i mean it works he's part mexican part italian there, so you go. there you go there you
0: go and you know i realized that the things that i did crave during my pregnancies the girls like to eat like with gabby it was apple juice apple juice apple juice with Desiree, it was egg salad egg salad p- uh, pizza and it was like tacos and i mean it just continued and they all like what i craved so
1: there you go i've cool. heard that before i've heard that yeah. from people um those of you guys that are parents like what were your weird cravings or your partner's weird cravings i want to know i always like knowing that I yeah because it's funny. so interesting yeah mm-hmm. it is and do your kids like it now
0: yeah that's yeah. a good one
1: that's not what we're here to talk about no though, we're not we've we're been not really derailing oh i know but let's but let's
0: get back on the track okay
1: i mean i guess i think it's interesting i do too I but i don't <laughs> want a pesto tostada now too so. <laughs> anyway. you're just hungry <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i might just be hungry um we are talking today about karma. And I say that lightly because we're not exactly talking just about karma, but I do feel like it's going to kind of get wrapped up in this conversation. We have done an episode before on magical ethics. Yes. You know, and we did talk about that. And so some of this stuff was um, was addressed. And so some of this we might might kind of like reiterate. But this is coming up because I I was, you know, Doing my social media thing and scrolling through something and I found some forum where people were starting to discuss because I think and a lot of you guys I'm sure have seen this like online where people like ask for curses right like all the time they'll go on a forum and be like I'm not asking for your advice I just want to curse my ex-boyfriend or blah 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 like I'm mad and I want to curse people give me your curses and then someone says hey you probably shouldn't curse people and then everyone rips that person a new asshole and you know mm-hmm. it goes back and forth everyone gets mad. So I thought it was going to be a little bit more of that, but then I I read something that was really interesting where the person said, if if you are like being like psychically or magically attacked or like, you know, fucked with in life in any way, in any way, shape or form, and you decide to retaliate with magic, you know, going off of the concept of like the rule of three or karma or just paying the coin, they're like, you do not have to pay a coin. Like there is no negative impact back to you because that there is like harm already being done to you by that person so it's almost like it's justified so it becomes null and void and I thought that was and I wish I remember exactly how it was said because it was put very like plainly but that's basically what the person said and I thought that it was just a really interesting thing and I tried to sit there with it to decide how how that resonated with me and it doesn't in the sense that i i think like if someone's gonna fuck with you and it's to that point where you know you try like return to centers you try uncrossings and protecting yourself and doing all the other things and none of it's working and it just or you try binding even just to like make the person just fucking stop and it's still not enough and okay maybe you do have to turn to something darker you gotta do what you gotta do um it's really not for me and i've talked about this on the show before but i i don't like fucking with that simply because I believe in karma because I've seen what it what it's done to people that have kind of thrown it willy-nilly and I've seen how it's like really fucked their life up and I you know my life is challenging enough as it is sometimes and I like my life I don't need to fuck it up because of somebody else so it's not that I'm not throwing dark shit because I'm like fluffy bunny. It's because it's more of a self-preservation thing and no one is worth that karma. That's my belief for it.
0: Um, well, some people think that you should really go in the opposite direction of where, what that's coming from and just send that person light and love and whatever they need in that, the flowers and the marshmallows. And I'm not into that either. I'm not either. into that either. I'm not, so not into that. No. 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 Neither of no. those
1: work for me. No. But um, – but I do believe in karma, you know what I mean? So there's that. But I was trying to think about it, like, you know, with that statement of what that person had said. And, um, I thought it would be an interesting topic for us to talk about. So kind of like, you know, I've said like my belief as far as like, I really don't send dark shit. And again, it's for my own selfish, like self preservation. Fuck you, you're not worth it is kind of how I look at it for the most part. But I guess, like, if someone, like, did really, like, fuck with me and I, if I needed to, I mean, you got to do what you got to do, right? Well, I feel like there's ways around that. Oh, absolutely. I don't feel like it's ever really come to that. And I don't think it would. But, like, I mean, like, I guess that, but that's, I think, what I thought that poster was really trying to say. Like, yeah, if you're you're throwing dark stuff out because you're doing it out of, like, self-defense, you're not the aggressor, you're not on the offense here, like, Someone is is harming you, harming your life, harming your loved ones, and this is the answer. Like, they basically said that there was no karma attached to it because, like, they did, like, you're not starting. I I think that there would still be karma attached to it, but maybe like there wouldn't be as heavy judgment on it. I don't know. What do you think? I think that there's still going to be karma attached to it, regardless. But do you think it's okay? Like, no, expand I don't. on that. Okay. I don't,
0: I don't think it's okay. I think there's other ways around it that you can do, you can do a protecti- a protection
1: mm-hmm. to
0: block it, or you can, I my go-to is an, a return to sender. And I do a very, very general, whomever, whatever is sending me this negativity may it like I put my shield up, it bounces off the shield and it goes back, and I think there's nothing wrong with that, and that's my go-to. But let me put, let me uh, um, say this, if anyone did anything to hurt my daughters, if someone raped my daughter,
1: f- fucking watch out. I think you would curse them, though. I think you I would don't just know. kill them. Yeah. I, I don't think you would be patient for the magic. I, I, yeah, I think you I would mean, just physically watch kill that out. person. Watch yeah. out.
0: You know what I'm saying? Don't fuck with me and the people I love.
1: But that that's the whole point of that post, So is that that's basically what this person was saying is like. You know what it, what is your belief on karma and your belief on the use of black magic and or dark magic let's say um when it comes to someone hurting you yeah. or the people you love like well, that's what i'm talking i'm not talking about like oh this person hurt my feelings or was talking shit to me no, i'm no, talking no. about no like this person is maliciously attacking me my loved ones my pet my job like what then and like so the poster that had posted this basically was like when someone is doing that and coming at you that way you to maliciously meet that with magic like it's not like you're doing it just to be an asshole at that point you're doing it because it's defensive and it won't incur the same kind of karma
0: yeah well going back to the little wiccan rule of and it harm none do what you willed right and that's including yourself it it, it it says and it harm none do what you
1: wilt so yeah. that's
0: kind of like an open statement there too
1: yeah, as long as it doesn't hurt anyone. But sometimes like if but if someone's fucking hurting you. Yes. Yeah. So I mean it kind of does. But um I just thought it was an interesting thing and but basically you're kinda but like you just said like if someone were to hurt your daughter, like it's kinda game on. Yeah,
0: it's game on. Do it's you, game on and what, I would feel justified and I'd probably pay the coin for that too.
1: That's what I mean. So yeah, that that's where like there there is it's justified sometimes. That sometimes dark magic might be justified. I think it's in very rare and extreme cases. Right. And right. I hope that none of us ever have to experience these. That. Yeah,
0: yeah, And do everything, you know, that should be the, your last resort. If it's really, if you're really, if it's really malicious, you know, if it's really hurting somebody physically, uh, like fucking up their lives. But that should be kind of your last resort. I would do all the protection stuff and I would do the return to senders and uh, whatever I needed to do first and, and when all else failed. I don't know. I never had to cross that line. Yet either, and yeah. So I mean,
1: like I said, I hope that none of us really have to. But you, okay. you still kind of went further and answered my question. Where what really kind of got me thinking was because in that post that I had read, it, it basically said like there is no coin to pay because it's justified. And you just said you're like I'd pay that coin, and that's the thing is I still think there'd be a coin to pay. There would be because action and reaction, you know, cause and effect. It's, it's transactional. G- Everything in life is transactional, you know. So like things may be justified you might need medicine like it's justified that you need this medication you still have to pay for it. everything is transactional so i don't think that anything would excuse that there's going to be some kind of coin whether you believe in the law of three if it's something that you call karma paying the coin whatever it's it's transactional there's cause and effect
0: right you know exactly
1: i guess so it does kind of just go back to the idea of um you know ethics and where where yours kind of stand right but i thought that was just a really interesting thought process it is
0: yeah yeah i don't
1: necessarily fully disagree with i think that person is on to something i've seen a lot of people just say like i'm a witch and i'm going to do what i want Uh and i'm not saying that you can't i'm just saying that there's always going to be a cost to things so just you know you do what you want i'll do what i want over here Uh um but I thought that was a really interesting.
0: Yeah, that's an a- interesting thought process for that. But, you know, I am sure that person had paid, had had paid the coin some way, somehow.
1: Oh, yeah. I think that it's more of just like saying like that it's justified. That, that I can agree with. I can mm-hmm. agree with that maybe sometimes things might be justified. Mm-hmm. Um, but that still doesn't mean that it's like karmically free.
0: And you know what? It's really funny because sometimes karma just takes care of it anyway.
1: You know what? I see that so much. Me you too. Know? Like, Me too. It's, it's, it's just, just really- amazing.
0: It is amazing. When you actually live to see someone's karma, it's like it blows your mind because it blew my mind, blew yeah. my mind, blew my mind, you know, and it was great. I mean, it was great <laughs> to see it. I didn't, I didn't do anything. I didn't have to do anything. It just karma took
1: care of it. I feel like i saw something like that recently i can't exactly remember what it was but it was something where i was like look at the fucking karma on that just wow uh yeah you know and that's you know i say it all the time make good life choices
0: right i mean we know somebody personally that that had has had i don't know about right now had a really pretty fucked up life a lot of bad things happening to her but when we looked at what what her life was, what, what she was doing in her life,
1: magically speaking, like magically speaking, yeah, then it, it just, made
0: perfect sense why her world was falling apart. Correct.
1: Oh, yeah. And I feel like that for me kind of just solidified the concept of karma and up paying the coin because I always believed in it. You know what I mean? And like I've, I've paid my coin with things and I've seen, again, transactional and I've seen like the cost of my magic, good and bad, like you see how it affects things. Um, but I feel like really looking at the magic that that person did, and then seeing like how things were in their Ugh. life, it to me it was almost like a science experiment at that point. Like we had proof, there's evidence that this right. was real oh, because of yeah. just kind of seeing that. So big time,
0: big time. Yeah, and I'm I'm a little less apt to do the flowery thing too. You know, I mean sometimes in magic you have to do that. You know, but like for instance, if someone has this is just a for instance. They have uh, neighbors, and they wanted to be away from these neighbors, right? Mm-hmm. And they do a magic to get rid of the neighbors, and then they get a job that moves them three thousand miles away from those neighbors.
1: Yeah, you that's see? not flowery, though. That's backfiring. Yeah. That <laughs> well, really I mean, that's do. it's
0: quirky. It's quirky how magic does work sometimes.
1: It's, it does, but that that's not flowery. Okay. Magic, okay. like you know, like when you were saying like how how sometimes people. Say, oh, like don't don't curse or do a return to Sunday. Just send them love and healing yeah, that they yeah, need yeah, in that yeah. moment. Like, yeah. like you should see the look on Monica's face right now. She's I don't like, have oh. patience
0: for that. I'm sorry. I mean
1: you know, lessons,
0: lessons. I want them to learn their lessons, you know.
1: I I try really hard to take a step back and see things from both sides, and I do. I really do but then I'm gonna step right back into my side and fuck you (laughs) fuck you I don't care like I I'm I'm feisty you know I'm like that and I'm not gonna throw anything nasty at you but if I think you're a bitch I'm really not gonna try and send you blessings either like I'm not gonna do that like go fuck yourself and so I'd rather just kind of be salty and left alone with it and just try to not mess with it. Yeah. What do you think about the, um, the approach of bless everyone around them, but them? Like, have you heard that? No. no oh, no. I don't curse. I'll just bless everyone else around you. Oh, that's a, so, that's a little flowery I, I too. It's flowery, but it's like the most passive aggressive. Yeah. So I think that's just, that still has ill intentions. So it's still nasty. Yeah. If you ask me. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Well, I mean,
0: I don't understand, like in this in mundane life, when like with people are at a trial because someone murdered their daughter, and then they actually forgive that person, that wouldn't be me. No, I'm that not, would not be me. I'm not
1: that evolved as a person. No,
0: I'm not there yet either. And and maybe it's a down pit of mine or a downfall, but I'm not there. I'm not that person. No,
1: no, no I'm not, like, I, I'm not I, that person no, either. No, no. Now, no. Let's talk though. Let's switch gears real quick because you brought up something that is interesting. Is magic? Um, backfiring or kind of manifesting in a way that's quirky quirky. yeah Yeah,
0: it's very quirky and that's how magic works
1: oh yeah so you really careful what you wish for you might just get it exactly exactly i've literally seen someone um kind of do just what you just said um not with a neighbor what they did was they decided they moved into like someone else's like apartment like into a roommate situation and they decided that they didn't like the, the roommate and the person that originally lived there so they decided to hot foot Their roommate, which to me is stupid. It's like, dude, you've lived there less than like three months. Like, this person, like, this is that person's home. Like, that's way more established, you know? So, this idiot hot footed their roommate and
0: stepped in it themselves.
1: I fucking guess so because they hot footed themselves. They're the ones I had to go, <laughs> yeah. and it was like kaboom, so fast, like right. And to the point where, like, the roommate like packed up half of their shit and was just like, "Here you go, bye." Like wow. And it was just kind of one of those things, like, well, there you go. You know, I know that's not exactly what you wanted, but you didn't want to live with that person anymore. So right. there you have it. There you have but it. But they just kind of wanted to take the apartment over for themselves. So it was, uh-uh. it was funny how that worked. I'm like, wow. Well, yep, there's it is your, funny. Yep. There's quite careful what you wish for; you might just get it, you exactly. know. So, you where have you where else have you seen magic kind of backfire?
0: Um. Well, I I don't know where it backfired or but like
1: being quirky like that.
0: Yeah, um, I got to think about that for a minute. But I have seen. Could I tell the story of my karma that I've seen?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, my ex ex brother uh, years ago was getting going to get married to this girl. Now she had she had a body type that was in the dna you couldn't change it she was short she had she was a little chunky and he just kept on torturing this girl torturing her putting pictures of these like really curvaceous uh models on the refrigerator you have to look like this or i'm not going to marry you you've got to look like this and this poor girl's tried everything everything to lose the weight and the poor thing is a victim of her dna and that's that's her body shape that's her body type that's i mean you have a mother and father with short legs and and stumpy and that's what you, you what you can't change that. Let's face it, right? Well, they did marry. I mean, she tried everything and she was a really good person, really good. I mean, that she, he, you know, that was the best thing that ever happened to him, but they l- later divorced because he was so he was blah, like, blah, blah blah about her picked on her all the time and da da da. Well, they did get a divorce. She found someone else and happily married, but Years later, I'm at I'm my daughter used to uh, dance and it was a Christmas show, and here I am and she gets off the stage and I see this guy, this fat ugly guy talking to her. And I was like, Who the fuck is that fat ugly guy talking to my daughter, my 16 year old daughter? And lo and behold, it was him. Oh baby, instant karma is gonna get your ass. That's a
1: good there you one. oh it was
0: great and you know it was great to see it. That back. was like.
1: Satisfaction, oh, right? my God,
0: yes. I was like, oh, yeah, well, there it you is- go, sir.
1: I really should have thought about this a little bit more because I know I've seen things like this happen. Quirky, the quirky things. Yeah, I've just. I've seen it and I I can't think of any more like off the top of my head, but it's one of those things where it's like, well, caramel. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: wish for You might just get it.
0: Yeah, so be very careful when you're doing your magic. Exactly. Be specific without being specific. Even
1: just in your life, like that guy. Like, careful when you're being an asshole. Right, because because it's going to come back
0: and it's going to bite you big time. Mm -hmm. Big time.
1: I think a lot of that like even comes down to just like people's own paranoia i see i see a lot of that i see a lot of people that have done a lot of malicious things in their life and done a lot of malicious magic in their life and so now i feel like their biggest karma that i see these people deal with is like suffering from being paranoid that is always happening to them yeah or they're always like sleeping with one eye open they don't really ever open themselves up to like friendships and all this stuff because I think because they've just really let the worst of themselves come out that they just anticipate that from everyone else that it becomes isolating. Mm
0: -hmm. And, you know, and sometimes when you this is just a side note, sometimes when you think that people are throwing things on you or curses on you, it's actually self-imposed. You're creating these entities and these this this energy around your own self. Mm -hmm. You're your own worst enemy. So you have to really step back and look inside of that as well.
1: Well, it, yeah, I mean, mind over matter, and we say this a lot, like, in the classes that we teach and stuff like that, like, the best way to curse somebody is to say, hey, I cursed you. You don't need to do anything else, because their imagination will just kind of take over and do the rest, uh. and so it's the same thing for you. When you think someone's throwing shit at you or, you know, whatever that is, don't 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 let it get into your head. Don't let it get under your skin. The first thing to always do is, well, well, the first thing to just do put put your words up. Put yes. Put that protection up. You right. Know, that's the very first thing to do. And then you fucking laugh it off. Mm-hmm. You have to laugh it, it off. Don't give it power. Don't give it that power. Because chances are, like, I mean, in my time of being a reader and, like, a spell worker and a healer, I think I run into people thinking that there's something on them at least once a week. And there's not. And there's not. And there's not. There's not. And then once in a great fucking while. There is. There is. And they're usually the person that, like, isn't the most paranoid. And they're not doing that. And they're just like, oh, yeah, I've just i had a lot of bad luck, this and that. And then through that, you find like, oh, you kind of uncover it. So it's not to say that it it can't happen. It's just that it probably won't. Uh And it's probably you. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's probably you like getting in your own head. Uh It really, really is. When do you know that, that there is something on you?
0: Well, I feel like if you've done everything...
2: When your bed shakes in the the morning. Yeah, that, that, for
0: fucking sure. But, I mean... Well,
1: hey, our fucking bedroom window shook, and you were just... See, look, he's just like, oh, whatever.
2: You know what? I've learned to not dismiss anything you bring up so quickly, whether it be ideas or concerns. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Because eight, seven and a half times out of ten, it bites me in the ass. Yeah yeah it really does
1: this was a uh, a couple months ago i was up feeding felix and so it was like wh- fucking you know yeah, and the like two, the yeah. in the wee hours
0: of the morn, yeah
1: yeah two two or three in the morning somewhere around there you know ooh, the witching, witching hour <laughs> um but i was up feeding him and like our windows are just like shitty single pane you know so if there's like a heavy truck or something coming by they can rattle But it was just one of the fucking windows. Yeah. Starts and it kept fucking rattling. And I woke Ricky up and I was like, what the fuck is that? And he even heard it. Right. And tried to tell me it was nothing. It was the fucking boogeyman and you know it. No,
2: no, no. No, I mean, like, you could close anything in the entire house, you know, back included. Something in the front's going to rattle.
1: Well, yeah, but what the fuck was it? It wasn't even the front window; it was the side fucking window.
0: Yeah, that's interesting.
1: It was really fucking creepy. It gave me the heebie-jeebies. I feel like someone was trying to get in. Yeah, yeah, you know? that's
0: scary. Mm-hmm.
1: That is it scary. It fucking was. It was.
2: Well, um, not to steer from the from the main topic of the conversation, but kind of reminds. I mean, if it is something trying to get in, maybe it's one of the ghosts I flipped off in my dream.
1: Maybe, my, maybe. My have we ever talked about that? I on don't that think show? so. I don't think well, I heard. Well, you know what? Fuck it. It's a, like kind of a shorter episode anyway. Tuck in, guys. We have a story to tell ya. Ricky, take it away. Well,
2: give me the mic. Bring me okay. So, uh, slight adjusting. Well, I wouldn't even necessarily call it like a story, but I remember a- apparently. Get some background
1: though, because you, you were having issues with astroprojecting.
2: Projecting, yeah. And you had to make me a little bag that it's still underneath the bed on my side of the bed.
1: Well, he would have like these nightmares and this weird shit happen, and then and then he would say that he would wake up and then he would start having sleep paralysis. Oh shit! I
0: oh, don't yeah. like that.
2: I had it since I think like thirteen, oh, somewhere yeah. around there. Every now and then, it wasn't constant. It wasn't always a thing, but it I kind of consistent there for a minute when we moved into this house.
1: No, 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 no. Oh,
2: even when yeah, we were at your gr- that's when it the started, last house and you finally told me and you
1: said that like it felt like something was like sitting, sitting on your
0: chest, head. yes, yeah, and so you can't talk and you can't move yet. Yeah, well, uh,
2: I I uh, from from it happening early, like you always try to turn like and move your mouth and and when I was at my peak, you know, working out, you know, I was pretty st- I'm, I'm st- I think I'm stronger now still even than when I was when I was 100% working out all the time. But like I would like mentally try to will my myself to turn side to side or lift up my arm or leg because all you can do is open your eyes and look around. And when you look into the corners of the rooms, you think, Oh, there's something there. But I think, uh, for lack of a better word, scientifically your eyes obviously aren't, you know, a hundred percent focused. So everything's blurry. Even, if you think you can see everything cuz i think it's just burning off a of memory you know you know your room you know uh well if if it's in your own house your own bedroom you know you know where everything is and um and so you th- you th- i th- i believe you think you can see things clearly and when you look around in corners you know vision's super blurry so it looks like something's lurking in the corner but um i think there was one time i actually like got my mouth to kind of open because I know if I, I can wiggle myself, you know, if, you can move. if I can move, then I'm going to wake up.
1: So you already had that. and So when you were having all of this happen and you had told me about it, this was before I started working at green man. I actually went in and Carrie was working behind the counter and I told her, like what? What was happening? I was like, "This is what's happening to my boyfriend," and I don't know what I mean. She's like, "Oh, it's your boyfriend." It's yeah. That was when you were my boyfriend, way back when. <laughs> and um, she was like, "It's it's sleep, it's um, astral projection." She's like, "It's kind of basically the way that she kind of explained it was like, his body was waking up before his spirit was completely back in it." <laughs> and so from there, somehow Jill popped up and then took me around the store and helped me come up with like a bag of crystals. For him, and then we did that for a while, and then we finally had to um, come up with something else because then the crystals weren't working. So I ended up making like a mojo bag. So there's a sleep pillow that stays under the bed, mm-hmm.
2: um,
1: but that had to come about after this this story. Oh
2: yeah. So <laughs> so when we moved into the house that we're in, that we're currently in right now, I I had I we went to sleep. You know I don't remember much of the day or what led to you know uh, finally going to sleep, but. Anyway, so I I don't remember the first portion of this because this was like almost a two-part thing, but I don't remember the first part because what happened after when I was coming back home spiritually, uh, quote-unquote, okay. um, I re- vividly remember walking through the gate, not even opening it or enclosing it, just breezing right on through it, but I was already running because – I think I was like, oh, I gotta get home already, man. Like, I gotta come back to my body. But I remember seeing uh, multiple figures, uh, multiple people, spirits, whatever. But they all look humanoid. um, And they could have been from within, like, the past 50 years to the past 100. As far as, like, the way they were dressed? Or? As far as, you know, uh, like, Facial hair, you know, possibly okay. being dressed. I, I don't have any vivid recollection of what people were wearing. Where
1: were they? Are just there to... spirits in the room with us now? Oh, really? my <laughs> gosh. Suck my dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, but no, where
2: were No, they, they, they were, were just like kind of mulling around the yard, except for a couple of them that were by the front door. And by this point, we had already put gargoyles.
1: In real life?
2: In real life. Yeah. We had already put gargoyles in front of the door. But these spirits were kind of just hanging around the yard, and I was, and I think perhaps I was running, because I was either just trying to get back to my body, or because I maybe like if they got a hold, if they were aware that I was coming home, and um, they got a hold of me. Maybe I couldn't come back to my body. I don't know. But I, <laughs> my most vivid memory is running past all these spirits, and flipping, and them, off.
0: flipping them off. Oh. Wow, okay. Because
2: I saw two of them – no, three of them by the door, and one of them was banging on the door, like, trying to get in. Like, it wanted to be back inside. And whether or not that was somebody that had lived on the property and claimed that particular space as its home, you know, whatever. It's it's all speculation. Well, I a lot of spirits from the house when we first You did. Them. You did. And so maybe the spirit was like, let me the fuck back in. Like, I want to be inside. Like, whether to – cause harm, mischief, or just to watch. You know, it's a voyeur. Oh, my God. Anyway. (laughs) Not in the sexual nature, you pervert.
1: Okay, but so what happened?
2: So, all right, so, all right. I I dragged this out, and it could have been, like, a five-second thing. (laughs) I come home. I'm running past everybody. I'm flipping them off because I see somebody banging on the door, and then I run in and – You run into your body. I run into the room and run into my body, um, and, and then what? I woke up.
1: And then he woke up. And did you want to know why he fucking woke up? Because there's a bunch of banging on the goddamn front door. Oh fuck, man! No one was there. There was just a bunch of fucking banging on the front door, and that's what woke him up.
2: Yeah, right. it, I mean,
1: so basically, it sounds like he was it, astral projecting. It, he was
2: actual sure. projecting. I was sure. and I was. It,
1: stirring the shit pot and being a little shit to a bunch of ghosts.
2: You know, it. This kind of reminds me of. Of another astral projection I had when I was a lot, lot younger. I remember being at my one of my elementary schools, my third of my third to fifth grade elementary school and like jumping up in the air and trying to fly, trying to fly. But uh, but then like slowly coming back down. But I was surrounded by other kids.
1: Oh, that's fucking creepy. It was
2: almost like a normal day at school, but I was jumping up. Like at least ten feet in the air, trying to fly, and then slowly coming down, slowly Do you think coming they down. Were like ghost kids, or just like they could have been ghost kids, or other astral, projector. other astral projectors that just happen to go to school because it's like, oh hey, we got to go to school, you know? Who knows?
1: Have you ever astral projector had anything like this happen? I had
0: sleep that that I you call have? it spirit attachment. Oh yeah, several times, and it's the most horrible feeling because. You're not in control. You want to speak, and you can't talk, and you're being held down. And all of a sudden, you're okay. Then you wake up. I mean, it. it I yeah, I've had it many times. I don't think times. it's like
2: a whole... I, you know, people speculate, oh, there's, it's a demon sitting on your chest. That's what it felt like to something. me. I
0: call it spirit attachment.
2: I, From my experience now, I think it's just uh, you haven't...
0: Your, your spirit hasn't your caught spirit, up with the body. Your mind
2: and your body haven't aligned all the way, so... Your 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 physical body is just like oh well nothing's.
0: But how, what about what about when you're sleeping? Do you ever do this and your feet go like that on the bed? Yeah, no, no yes. I feel like that's like, just like your spirit
1: coming back into your body. I've had like or like when you the dreams or not even it's not even a dream. Like I have this weird, all of a sudden I'm asleep and then I have this sensation of falling. Then it's like boom and I like land into my body. Yeah
2: and yeah and yeah I'm yeah, just like yeah. like, like get snapped well, into like your body. Uh, yeah. The easiest way to is. The, if you're falling asleep in class and you, you know you, yeah yeah you pop you, your you head do. up and down
1: no because to me that's just like falling asleep it's like i'll be in a dead sleep and i don't know what i'm dreaming about and then all of a the sudden, sudden you're like i just yeah. like boom. you feel like you're falling, you like falling kind of but it's almost like i yes. fall and i wake up as i'm hitting the ground but i'm not actually having any falling dreams no it's no just no no sensation. no i know yeah, that's happening yeah. my feet up. like i feel like uh-huh yeah i haven't had sleep paralysis or oh, any of that thank, thank god, god. I mean, it's not a pleasant thing no to I, I do not want it i have ghosts that have touched me in my sleep a lot mm. and i'll feel it and it's like At weird a very shit.
2: specific house
1: i've had this happen yeah i was pet sitting once and that was fucking creepy as fuck in the hills in this creepy ass house and oh, no, it, i wasn't talking about that oh yeah no there's another house like, there's been a couple where i'm asleep and i've been touched mm-hmm. and i'll have them like grab my hand grab grab just and it wakes me up and it's almost like i'm already half awake when it's happening so i've had that happen but i know it's not astral projection i know it's spirits fucking yeah touching yeah. Me. yeah
0: there's a difference for sure
1: mm-hmm. but then i get like once i'm done being freaked out about it i get mad
0: yeah 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 crazy mm-hmm. have you ever had spirits touch you in your sleep uh no but i feel my cat spirit walking down the bed all the time that's true yeah You're yeah, very lucky. Tell me about that. yeah i've
2: only seen so uh, we had a we had a pack of two dogs and a cat when we first moved into this house and the cat died within like like he died like two years in a year and a half in like he died pretty quick um but uh I think I saw him w- only once, and I think I saw one of our dogs once or twice, but I haven't seen our third dog at all. But he's come to you in dreams. Waffle?
1: Oh yeah, waffles come to me in dreams. That's yeah, all but I me. mean, I feel
0: but frustrated he never comes all the time.
2: To me, mm. Which I mean, maybe is for the best.
1: You're too yeah. like because then I'd be like,
2: well, stay or let me go with you. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah I've even heard.
0: Yeah, uh, head Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she stays in that room. She likes it. Yeah, that's cute. I get to see her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I, I always know because my dog's are out, cold right next to me, and I feel mm-hmm. the footsteps. And that's what she used to do. She used to come from my pillow, mm-hmm. walk on me like I was a fucking rug, and just walk <laughs> down the, bu- the bed, you know. So yeah but it's interesting it's really interesting how do we get on this anyway i was
1: just gonna say like i i in my head i was gonna name this episode the well, we're finally, Coin.
2: we're finally in the spirit uh section of wine, section of wine and spirits, and witches. spirits yeah. and witches you know yeah. there's a there's a a hand a little bit of wine a ton of spirit uh, no no yeah a ton of
1: spirit. ton
2: of witches yeah ton of witch talk and very little spirit oh. So.
1: We've been meaning to get to the spirit part, so here we go. Yes, yeah, we'll so I don't know what we're going to name
0: that. this episode. Karma Plus.
1: Karma Plus, I guess. Yeah. yeah. We went from karma to spirit. curses spirit. to spirits <laughs> yeah. and astral projection. Ah. And I once
2: read a thing to, to go back on to the topic that, that believing in karma was uh, living somewhat of an oppressive life because then you always feel like you're stuck having to be a good person i mean not that that's necessarily a bad thing a bad it's not thing, a bad thing. thing but you're stuck having to live a certain way well, w- well like like the fear like oh if i'm if i don't do this then this is gonna happen. then it's gonna come back at me it
1: becomes fearful but then that's a catch-22 because then are you actually living your life because you're authentically a good person or is it all fake because you're doing it for self-gain yes so or i to feel protect like yourself from to it. protect yourself but like griffin um from green man actually has a really interesting thought process on karma that i find really fascinating um and he's talking about because you know there's certain like cultures and beliefs that like believe in karma and so in the sense of like What's happening to you in this lifetime is because of something that you've done in a past lifetime, right. you know. And he says that he feels like that was kind of invented because of class systems. That it was a really good way to keep the lower class where they are without revolting, without getting angry, because it's like you're living this really fucked up life of like disease and poverty because you were an asshole in your past life. So like this is what you get. Yeah. And he's like, so I don't believe in it because I believe that it's a man-made construct to like keep the keep the keep society the little man in check. Down. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you
2: could say that for all religions.
1: You, you totally could. But I think that when he was talking about it with karma in that sense, I totally agree. I don't think that what's happening to me in this life is is a punishment for something happened in a past life because I feel like that's redundant. I don't remember what kind of asshole I was right, in yeah, my yeah. last life. I remember the kind of asshole that I was last week. Yeah. And actually, it's me. I have terrible memory. I don't even fucking remember that. So, yeah. <laughs> But yeah. I believe in karma in the sense of what, my, what I do. I believe that everything is transactional. That's what I'll call it. Yeah.
0: So, I think so, too. What
1: is your belief on karma, Ricky? Do you believe in it?
0: I, You know what? What about the saying? What goes around comes around.
1: Right? Exactly. What you sow is
0: what you reap. That's how I live my life, though. Yeah. So, you know.
1: Exactly. What about you? What's your thought process on it?
2: Uh, I mean.
1: Putting them on the spot, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Yeah, if you're a piece of shit, it's going to come at you. Because I've seen it and on some occasions experienced it. I, I feel, you know
1: like so so you do believe that things are like transactional then right? like what goes around comes around
2: yeah but i don't want to <laughs> <laughs> well not 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 because it'll allow me to be a piece of shit if, if i am one um or, or if i act as one it's just because um i don't know just because of exactly what you said like it's a man. It's it's a man-made construct. So
1: Ricky's saying like I believe in it, but I don't want to. Yeah, that's yeah. what he's saying. Well, it's
2: it's it's like it's like all religion for me. I don't want to believe that there's a. He doesn't a want to,
1: but here he is helping with the witch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well,
2: well and, and then that, and then my whole like, oh, you know, I believe all dogs go to heaven. You know partly because of the movie but he believes all dogs go to
1: heaven he says he's not a witch but then again can i just say he gave me a badass egg cleansing the other day so whatever there you go there we go anyway (laughs) what do you guys believe as far as karma goes i want to hear from our listeners like what is your thought process on karma what is your thought process on what we're talking about with justified dark magic does it have a price Two and do you believe that it ever can be justified? I want to know. um Do any of you guys have a sleep paralysis demon? Do you guys astral project? All the weird shit that we talked talked about about. today.
0: So eclectic, karma, and eclectic. And I I say that
1: we're like not even drunk. Drunk. What the hell? It's a weird night. This is is what happens when we're sober, guys. (laughs) Fuck.
2: All right. Let let me go off of the whole like, if you use dark magic, you, you have to pay for it why is it only dark magic and not
1: it's not it's good good stuff too like yeah. what goes around comes around so if you're putting like good shit out there and you're doing good shit like you're it'll gonna come get it back to you yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so everything is transactional good breeds good
0: you know yeah. yeah
1: so it's just I think the reason why you always hear about it with dark magic is because just like the same way like if somebody doesn't like something they're going to complain about it but if they enjoy it they might they might not say right, anything Exactly. So we yeah, always talk yeah, about the negative yeah. that's why speaking of magic uh, okay there's there's Dean our assistant Dean the cat has joined us for the last bit of the show mm, yes well guys thank you so much for listening to, to us
0: rambling tonight yes indeed. i mean
1: i feel like you have the cat banging on the table and the ghost banging on the window there's so much happening tonight Ugh. who's your shout out monica you go first i gotta think oh fuck no i, I have to think oh man <laughs> you know what my shout out tonight is to onyx i love her she's awesome shout she was on like one of our very first listeners one of our first like patreon stragglers, like and she's just cool as fuck so shout out to you
2: and i will be doing that drink you suggested uh for july i'll do it for july there we go
0: i think i'm going to shout out to my new wedding couple that i'm going to be marrying next week and it's jada and rob so this is for you i just turned her on to the show and she's going to be listening so there you go that's my shout out there
1: you go thank you guys Um, please email us um, to weigh in on everything witches at gmail.com don't forget to follow us on instagram join our facebook group if you are joining it and I say this every time I talk about this you have to answer the questions because if you don't I'll think you're a bot and I will decline you I decline people all the time the questions are really simple if you don't have an answer for like what your favorite episode is just write pizza and I'll I'll know that it's real That's yeah. that's all I need. Um what Uh, else like 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 us subscribe do all of those things write us reviews spotify has like a a, just a rating system now. that's all stars go give us a gajillion stars and shit cloud
2: has likes and i look at those insights you know i look at that shit so like it don't just fucking listen like Like it it.
1: yes when you guys do stuff like that and interact it helps us get the show out there more which means it it lets us
2: know that you're fucking interested and we're not just wasting our time yeah. We could just be just getting drunk. <laughs>
1: but <Probably> we're not. <laughs> it lets us know to keep doing what we're doing, guys. So thank you so much. We love you. We'll see you soon. Merry me. Merry
0: part and, and
1: merry, merry meet, meet again. again.